Malibu Dan. Malibu Dan. That's right, Malibu Dan, episode 16. Happy wife, happy life. It's. Uh, Whoa, big up yourself, Malibu Dan. Boy, boy, boy. Oh, God. I s- I'm sorry, everyone. We were watching the Chet Hanks. Uh, that came the Chet Hanks video that came out like a year and a half ago, and I, I I promised Johnny I was like I I don't want to talk with a Jamaican accent on this episode like Chet Hanks because it, it's so tempting to do that, and then immediately out the gate we're just butty boy, it just it's not uh, what a disaster this we is. Apologize. I wanted uh, Zachariah to feel a little bit better by breaking the ice and going bumbleclawed. That's but true. I almost feel worse. I learned a very important thing from this Jamaican girl I used to work with, and that is <laughs> if you if you tell someone to go suck their mother, or if you go like, go suck your mother, it's like a very big insult. So don't ever say that to a Jamaican person or anybody from the island like Sean Paul. Do you remember when Adrian Brody was hosting SNL and Sean Paul yeah. was the guest, and then he came out with a wig and was like, respect your neck, big up yourself. And then they never invited I, him back. Yeah, he's banned, I think. I think you're right, yeah. Anyway, it's just, uh, that's the kind of show we're having here. Racist, I guess. Yeah, racism. We'd like to touch on racism from time to time. You could say, go suck your mother to, like, somebody from China, though. You they could, wouldn't understand. You could say it to me, right to my face, and I'd go, that doesn't, that's not an insult to me. I don't really care about that. I'm not too concerned about sucking my mother. Thank you very much. So, you're a blood clot. How's that sound? That's a big insult, too, apparently. It has something to do with periods, I think? I don't know. I could be wrong. She said a lot of things to me, and maybe she was just lying to me, because I'm a dumb white boy. You feel me? I do not feel you. Okay. And I feel like you're a very smart white boy. No, me not. <laughs> Tell me what yiz is. Yiz. <laughs> Y'all, we're selling yiz. It's it's a it's like an Arnold Palmer, but the ratios are off. And you're gonna go. This <laughs> doesn't taste very what? good. I'd rather drink an Arnold Palmer. Well, too bad you're drinking yiz. How does that sound? What is yiz? Uh. Yiz is. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be like uh it'll be like a bow nose ad campaign where it's like, What is yiz? Yeah. Yiz is If you get the ratio, you get a million dollars worth of yiz. <laughs> you get a yiz shower every day for a week. John and Zach will oh, come man. to your house and shower you with yiz. Should we get those like camping shower bags and sell yiz and notes? That's a great idea. That should be exclusively how we sell yiz. Or we could do that or a camel bag. I mean, any, like, I don't want to sell it in just a container. We got to sell it in a fancy container. So a shower, an outdoor shower bag is a great idea. Where That's the yeah. kind where you have to, like, string it up in, like, a bucket and you stand under it. Is that how that works? Yeah, you hook it up onto a tree limb and then you just let the sun heat it up, which you want to <sighs> do with good yiz. Exactly. Yeah, yiz is meant to be served warm. It's not a cold drink. It's a, like a summer or it's like a winter drink or more like a fall drink. It's like horchata. You don't want to drink it ice cold. You want to have a little bit of warmth in it. Yeah, you just want it to rain down over you mm-hmm. and then get a bit in your mouth. Yeah, you want to, f- well, you start with a bit, but then you want to fill your mouth to bursting with yiz and slosh it around. 
Yeah, you want to play with it. You don't want to go fully in right away. You want to wet your beak or your hair as it is. Exactly. You want to get. A, you want to have a yiz mustache by the end of this whole ordeal. But we should definitely have a what is yiz, what yiz is yeah, contest. Yeah. We should get Doug Gilmore to do commercials for us with a yiz mustache, and we go, "Hey, Dougie, what's your secret?" And he goes, "I chug yiz every day, all all day long. I'm just chugging gallons of yiz. I'm like Rod Stewart over here." Yeah, we'll have him in, like, oversized hockey equipment, like, way too big. Oh, so he looks like a child wearing his dad's equipment or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get, like, 5XL equipment. (laughs) Maybe, like, gray up his hair, too. (laughs) Yeah, so it's a very, it's a real Benji Button, the Yiz head situation. Benji Button is exactly what I was thinking about. Mm -hmm. This is why we do this show. Mm -hmm. We both love Yiz. We got Yiz on the brain. And uh, we're a couple of Bati boys. I brought it back, y'all. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Cancel us. Cancel this show for doing Jamaican accents in jest for stupid nothing reasons. Because Chet Hanks did it, and that's cool. Cancel culture has not gotten far enough, and it starts with us yeah, and Yiz. Exactly. It should be affecting nobody podcasters. That's who it should be coming down on, yizzing down on, as they say in Hollywood. Make us somebody's out there. Do you ever Have you ever been standing outside and, like, a warm rain falls on you and you look up and it's just R. Kelly yizzing on you from a helicopter? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I honestly forgot about that joke. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. It's uh, it's one of the hardest I've ever laughed doing stand-up comedy. It's your joke. It's not my joke. Just for the listener's sake, so they know. I didn't come up with that. I added the yiz, but that's it. Yeah, you added the yiz, but the yiz counts. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. My yiz count is... The doctors told me my yiz count is off the charts. They were like, we've never seen this much yiz in a man before. This guy's got yiz. Oh, this guy's filled to the brim with yiz. My doctor, he leaned out into the hallway to yell at the nurses. Nurse, get in here. This guy's got so much yiz. And I just looked at my doctor and I was like, how do you know what yiz is? <laughs> There's the commercial. Perfect. Commercial. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yiz. Pure Boys presents yiz. Hot, frothing yiz. Grab a mug of yiz. <laughs> I think all of our commercials for yiz should start in the doctor's office. That's a good call. Yeah, yeah. The doctor holds up a cup and goes, I need you to fill this with yiz. And then you hold up like a double gulp and you go, I brought my own. And you slam it down on the table in front of him. And he goes, that's too much yiz. Nurse, get in there. And then Doug Gilmore in oversized mm-hmm. hockey equipment skates into the doctor's <laughs> office. But it's and not. Goes, yeah, yeah. Yiz go, is it. <laughs> the, the yiz is in. He goes, give me that. He goes, give me that yiz, and he grabs the double gulp and chugs it all in one one go. And like when he finishes chugging, goes like he was holding (laughs) his breath the whole time. Worth it. (laughs) Chugs so much yiz, he passes out and hits his head on the ground really hard. Yeah, thumbs up. We go, Gilmore. (laughs) Yes, he's being carried out on a stretcher. We go, Dougie. How's that yiz? And he gives us a thumbs up and then is loaded into an ambulance and taken away. Yiz is in. <laughs> I I love it. 
Me too. Listeners, how much do you hate this segment already? We've how has this been the most off-putting episode of Midweek Freak Treat you've ever listened to where we immediately started talking in Jamaican accents and then talked about Yiz for 7 minutes uninterrupted? This is the fourth most I've smiled in like a year. So Nice. I'd love to hear I'd love to I, get a rundown of the first 3 times. I think well it was oh, when all... we were talking about uh, Yiz the first time that's right. number one for of sure course. yeah yeah <laughs> and then I don't know the other two it was probably when I farted and woke up my wife that's true yeah and then another one was like a beach or something I don't know <laughs> yeah I get hilarious beaches <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's always yelling into it give me the Yiz give me the Yiz and you're like I don't like when you talk like that I hate that voice during sex it's awful. Yeah, but I laugh. Yeah, of course. Well, it's funny, right? You gotta laugh. What's sex if not filled with laughter? If you're not laughing while you're having sex, what are you even doing with your life? Or crying. Any, like... No, crying comes after. Laughter is during, crying is immediately after. Is that not how everybody does it? Tears are a good lube. That's true. Tears in heaven. Well, you know, happy wife, happy life. Hey, this week we're talking about episode 16, happy wife, happy life. And uh, hey, if you if you want to see a perfect encapsulation of what Malibu Down the Family Man is, if somebody asks you, hey, hey, Yizhead, what's Malibu Down the Family Man? Show me the perfect episode of this show. You go, no problem, episode 16, happy wife, happy life, or episode 4, 3 of Malibu Down Reloaded. Two. No, three. One. Blast off. Uh, happy wife, happy... You just show them this. Jeez, that's what I was getting at. You just show them this. You show them this episode of happy, of happy wife, happy life. And they'll go, oh, this has everything you need. I'm sorry I took away from your, uh, you know, your steamrolling. It's okay. But... <laughs> you got me pegged. You I'm got me pegged. In, like, I just needed to, like, get your, uh, get your cadence in motion. No, you're right. And you know what? I do it to you all the time, so I shouldn't I shouldn't be taking no. it as hard as I am. I apologize. I was steamrolling I love you. that you steamroll. It's my favorite thing about you. That that can't be true. That's nobody's favorite thing about me, especially the listeners. They tell me all the time. They go, Zach, we want you to shut the frick up and let Jonathan run with it and tell us all about his years adventures. But you started counting down. You said five, four, three, and then I had to keep going. You're right. I can't, if somebody starts a countdown... I need it to finish, or else my life is fricked. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, I get it. You turn on, you turn on and off light switches constantly. You're constantly, you know, d- checking and rechecking the locks on your door. I get it, man. I understand. Do you recheck the locks on your door? No, man. I'm no. I don't do that. I trust myself. I go, no, no, no. I locked it, and then sometimes I didn't, and I go, well, could have got murdered. No, well. <laughs> but I live in like I live in a loft, so it's like. Uh, hey, humble brag. I live in a loft, so it's like less likely that someone's just gonna like walk into my place, right? If you if you live in a house on a street, sure, there's weirdos walking around all the time, but like someone has to get in the front door of the building I live in first before they can even think about getting into anybody's apartment. So I'm not too worried about it. Yeah, you yeah. have another level of security. Exactly. And ever since the cokeheads upstairs got arrested and hauled off to jail, I don't worry about anybody in the building anymore. Did you notice? Could have got coke though. Could have. Didn't. Didn't want to. Did you notice that there are boogie boards on the stairs in Malibu Dan's house? Do you think they go boogie boarding? Since macaroni and sneeze, 
no, I don't think they ever go uh, boogie boarding. Uh, I'm, I'm, but... say, I'm saying, like, do you think in an episode we're going to see Dan in some swim trunks, topless, Ooh. going boogie boarding? That's what I want to see. Isn't that the dream? Like, them yeah. at the beach would be my ultimate years mm-hmm. fantasy. Because I know Kate would be wearing a two-piece bathing suit, but she'd have, like, one of those white, like, kind of uh, like, a, like a beach dress type of thing or like a, like a crappy oversized t-shirt. Like she'd look like she would, she'd look like Doug Gilmore in a Yiz commercial. <laughs> and really, that's my fantasy. That's your fantasy? Yeah, Kate in like hockey. Like an oversized moo-moo on Kate? Well, Kate in like, in like oversized Doug Gilmore hockey gear. That's that's my <laughs> fantasy. Wearing skates like on the beach. with his number and yeah. like Leafs clothing. Gilmore, yeah. right across the back. Was he a Maple Leaf? I don't even know. He must have been, hey? Oh. Yeah, he was. He was, was that... one of my favorites. Oh, well. All right, let's get a top five of all your favorite Maple Leafs. Thomas uh, Cujo. Curtis Doug Joseph. Gilmore. Felix Potvin. Yeah, the cat. Uh, Wendell Clark, I guess. Because he was Whatever. from... Uh, Dumb. Chinese. Yeah. Curtis um, Joseph. And that's it. Curtis Ty Domi. Curtis Joseph. That's the only time Ty I... Ty Domi. Hmm? Good ball. Yeah, he was a cool guy. God, we're 13 minutes into this episode. We haven't even talked about Happy Wife, Happy... We got to get back on track. We're out of our minds. Yeah. It's a late night recording. We're yelling about Yiz. Speaking of Jamaican Patois, this is embarrassing. We're going to have to delete this episode, re-record the whole oh. thing. Patois. You better not say Patois and try to get back on topic because you're giving me a bone <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so there's a merry prankster in the office at the Malibu Dan Studios. I don't know if you noticed that. Somebody made Nicole and Holiday look like absolute total yiz heads by putting a sticker on their toaster that said voice activated. That's a This has been uh, going around the internet and it's quite hilarious. It is the the best prank for seeing how dumb your friends and family are because yeah. If the toaster doesn't look any different except for a piece of paper, a handwritten note that says, I am now voice activated, and if your wife or your partner tries to voice activate your toaster, divorce them because they're very, at the very least, don't have kids with them and pass on those genes. Yeah, don't pass on genes, guys. No, God, no. And you know what? Don't pass on genes either. Like, if someone's offering you genes, take those genes. Genes are great. Depends how much they are. Like, how much are these genes? Are they ripped? Are they just ripped? I bought a pair of jeans the other day off Raw sale, and uh, they did not fit me well. They were the right size, but they were a weird cut, and they they uh, they just like they were like low rise jeans. They were men's jeans, but they were like a low rise jean, and they just they didn't look very good on me at all. So I I'm, now I'm reselling them because what else can I do? Also, by the time this comes out, maybe I've already sold them. Who knows? This is coming out literally 11 weeks after we recorded it, so who knows anymore? Have you ever had uh, jeans that made your butt look good? Yeah, that pair that I'm talking about, they were very tight. And my wife was like, let me see that butt. And so I did a little dance and she was like, looks good. And I went, well, I can't tell. So I got a Hank Hill butt. Well, just suffer through them then. No, no, man. No, they make everything else look bad. (laughs) They make my butt look good. Everything else looks bad. Well, okay. So this is what you need to do. Yeah. You need to get in them jeans. Yeah. You need to take a couple of snaps of the butt. Sure. Put it on OnlyFans. Sure. Then sell the pants. That's a great idea. And I'm going to make sure that I'm barefoot in those photos and like kind of tilting my foot up so you can see the sole of it. 
Now we're talking. Yeah. Now we're selling jeans. So it's uh, congruous with the other things that we're selling. Yeah, I'm dipping my foot in a bucket of yiz for everyone to see. Homemade yiz. Oh, what if we call it Zach and Johnny's homemade yiz? <laughs> it's a mouthful, but it's a mouthful <laughs> hey, I'm willing to take. That's a great slogan. Zach and Johnny's homemade yiz. It's a mouthful, but it's a mouthful I'm willing to take. There we go. That's the product. <laughs> hey, y'all. Farty Marty, Big Farty Marty Dankel is back, and he's looking better than ever in this episode. He has a new no! beard. He's got no hat. He's got a fat chain. He is looking glowed up as heck. I think this is the best far Big Fat Farty Marty's ever looked. <laughs> I thought the exact opposite. I what? even put in my notes... Farty Marty is looking fartier than ever. I think we had different glasses on than when we watched this show. I don't think so. I think Farty, Big Farty Marty Danko came in and I was like, Big up yourself, Farty Marty! He is Jamaican me crazy. He is Jamaican me crazy. He's very afraid of being gay, and he's really trying to convince Dan that, like, men are men, and women are trying to turn men into women, so we need to be more manly. What's manlier than two men kissing? That's very manly, Dan. Yeah, this is the A plot of this uh, yeah. episode, too. And, uh, Which is just the A plot of know. the first episode of the series. Yeah. <laughs> Don't uh, be friends with your wife. Be a man. Exactly. Hate your don't wife. go to cooking uh, stuff. No, don't go to cooking classes. Even if Big Farty Marty Dankel's wife, Jess, puts them on, don't go to them. It's not worth it. We can't afford Robin Gibbons, so we're never going to see Jess again. But we'll talk about her, but we're never going to see her again. I promise you that. I'm surprised they didn't do a painting night. Everybody's doing painting nights nowadays. Yeah, you know, and they're very... Well, not nowadays. No, God, no. But they're very meme on this show, you know? Like, the one of the pranksters filled Holiday's office with pictures of Nicolas Cage. Isn't that a funny thing, right? That's pretty cool. Yeah. And, and apparently... I would laugh at that if, if... If? If, yeah. If I was in an office setting mm -hmm. and somebody did that to a friend or a foe... Or you? I would laugh. What if someone did it to you, though? Would you laugh? I would go insane. <laughs> I do not like breaks up. <laughs> I would go full on postal on everyone in that office. Yeah, I don't have a sense of humor, and oh. I don't like things on my things. And you hate your wife, just like a man should. <laughs> well, I don't want to be her friend, if you know what I mean. Yeah, because if you become a woman's friend, then you're no longer her man, and you need to be her man and not her girlfriend, you know? Which is the sentiment of this episode. We're exactly. not just talking yes, we're talking biz. Exactly. Yeah, the Christian biz of Malibu Down the Family Man. Uh, what What did you think of uh, Bam Wallet's new office? Bam Wallet's is in this episode. Uh, it's worse somehow. Like, it's nah, better, yeah. but it's worse. It's way worse. It's like, yeah. it's, it's... It's it's uh it's like a big empty it's a room. Me. It's it's a me Bam Wallets. It's a big so I can do that voice, but I can't go. It's a me Bam Wallets. No, that's still Italian. Um, Italians are still on the chopping block. We can still make fun of them, as far as I know. That's fair. Yeah, and they are on the chopping block. You're next Italians. You better watch yourself. Uh, 
it's Ben Wallet's office is like bigger, but also empty. And they made his desk smaller and they put it in the middle of the room. Before it was like, oh, his desk is near the window, but he doesn't face the window when you're you look out the window when you're looking at Bam. Now his desk is just in the middle of this giant room and there's nothing else in it. So it's just a big empty room with a tiny desk. It's a weird choice. All the updates have made a lot of sense so far, yeah. pretty much, except for Bam Wallet's uh, office. Like, when they do any scenes in uh, Dan's house, I just love how the house makes sense now. Yeah, I, I love the new set. I, I have in my notes several times, I really like Reloaded. Like, they're, they're, they yeah. got it together with Reloaded. It is a better series than the first run, for sure. Yeah, they get a little wacky, although... I feel like Bam's uh, scene here comes flat. Uh, did did they explain why Dan's in his office at all, other than just a random meeting with Bam? Like literally minutes before he has to go on air so that Bam Wallace can scream at him, Do you want to be my tidy whiteies, Dan? And then they just scream that back and forth at each other. And it, and he's talking about buttresses and screaming about Dan being his, his, his uh, I don't know, spandex, his lederhosen, his tidy whiteies. And the fake audience is loving it. But, you know, I wasn't. It was fine. Yeah, the computer was really loving it, which concerns me because AI. Oh, oh, great movie. Uh, decent. Okay movie. Not a, I, I spoke too soon. It's an okay movie. Haley Joel Osment's good. Jude Law is good. The rest of it's okay. Jude Law can get it. Yeah, I agree. Did you like that they have a new laugh track that is like a real sitcom's laugh track now and not just one guy going, ha, ha, ha. It's like a real, it's a real laughter. These, this was recorded in the 2000s, not in like the 1950s. It's very impressive. Yeah, they got, they must have got a real showrunner. It's the only thing that can make sense. Yeah. And it's, they fired Tommy Blaze, a showrunner, said, keep writing those scripts. Make them wackier though. We want Nicole yeah. to scream up at the heavens at one point, curse you mad prankster. And I went, that's too much. That's too wacky. Dial the wackiness back a little bit. We want Kate in more silk panties. Oh, we want Kate in rompers. Oh, my goodness. That look at the end when she's got that, that like, one piece on. Woo! That's a good look on Kate. I don't know why I said silk panties. I guess uh, just what my brain came up with. I get it. Yeah, you got years. You got your brain's floating in years. I understand. You got, you're, you got so much years, your eyeballs are white. I need to get more years. Where can I get more years? Head on over to the Pure Boys OnlyFans to get your Zach and Johnny's homemade years. It's a mouthful, but it's a mouthful I'll gladly take, <laughs> or whatever our slogan was. We'll write it down. Hey, here's something I noticed about this episode. They have this like gay man on the show who is like, like telling Dan how to please women and and how he needs to like be a better husband. And he says to him, "Happy wife, happy life." But no husband, but no happy husband because nothing rhymes with husband. And then he says, "Do ask yourself this, Dan. Do I want to be right or do I want to be happy? And I went, that tickles something in my brain. I've heard that exact sentence before. I've heard all of those sentences oh, yeah. before. So I did a little Googling. And uh, if you'll indulge me for literally one minute here, I'm going to play us a clip that's probably going to get us banned off YouTube, but it's worth it. This is a bit from... Christian comedian Jeff Allen from Just for Laughs. So I'm going to play it for you. It's just an audio clip. Here it is. All right. Well, I got to mention uh, two weeks from tonight, my wife and I will celebrate our 16th 
wedding anniversary. Thank you. And I've only learned one thing in 16 years of marriage, and I'll share it with you. Happy wife, happy life. Crowd's loving it. And if you're married, you already know that. And if you're not married, you might want to write it down. And not on a flimsy piece of paper. You go out and get a stone tablet and a chisel, boy. Be number 11 if you count them. Christian. My father tried to tell me in his own way 16 years ago before he sent me off on my honeymoon. Stopped me at the church. He said, son, I have only one piece of marital advice for you. Before you argue with your new wife, and believe me, you will argue with her. Before you do, stop and ask yourself two questions. Do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? (laughs) Got him. There it is. They just almost literally word for word stole Jeff Allen's bit and put it in this show and they didn't even have the decency to hire Christian comedian Jeff Allen to play the marriage counselor guy who wrote the book and his name is Kale something or other. I'm very upset. You, Clearly didn't resonate with you, you sure but I'm he upset didn't about write this. this episode? He didn't. He seems like a guy who would write an episode of uh, Malibu Dan. No, Jeff Allen was not involved with this episode as far as I can tell. And I'm it just it, it rattles me that they stole this man's bit and just wholesale used it on the show without any credit for him. We're coming for you. This is a whole Louis C.K. situation. That's right. Well, not that kind of... No, it's not that kind of situation at all. It's not. Hey, listeners, for the record, it is not a Louis C.K. situation. You can... Maybe for Johnny, it's but not for Zach. It's a Louis C.K. situation. It is not a Louis C.K. It is not. I swear to you. This is not... We don't We do not do that kind of stuff here. We talk about years a lot, but that's the only line that we cross. Stealing jokes. Oh, oh, I thought you meant the other Louis C.K. situation. There's another Louis C.K. situation? We won't get into it. Yeah. (laughs) He kept talking like this, buddy boy. Did you recognize who was on the couch, who Cam Softman is? Uh, Well, it wasn't Jeff Allen, I'll tell you that much. Who was it? It was Fat Scott Ackerman. No, it wasn't. Oh, yeah, it was. It was not Fat Scott Ackerman. Yeah, it was. I don't think so, man. I don't think 100%. so, Tim. I don't think so, Tim. I don't think it was. I, I'm I'm, I'm stonewalling you here because you wouldn't back me up on Jeff Allen. I always have your back on anything, and you wouldn't back me up on Jeff Allen, and it hurt my feelings. What didn't I back you up on? You didn't, you didn't get as mad as I was about Jeff Allen and the wholesale theft of his clean Christian material that I saw on Just for Laughs when I was nine years old in 1996 and remembered it in 2021, you weren't even impressed by that, and it breaks my heart in two. First of all, I was about to, but I said Louis C.K., and it got me off. This it is, didn't get me off. It got you off. This is the last episode of this show. I'm closing down our OnlyFans. I'm chugging all the years on camera for one last great video, and then that's it. Me and Jeff Allen are was, hitting the road. It was Fat Scott Ackerman doing a uh, French accent. It was was it? It didn't look like Fat Scott Ackerman though. That's because they had them all Frenched up, and I don't think it was Fat Scott Ackerman. You're talking about... He is in an episode of uh, Malibu Dan. You're talking about Amerigeddon's Fat Scott Ackerman was in this yeah. episode. <laughs> and he's a French dude with glasses 
I don't know if he had glasses in or not. Are you being are you for real right now? That's blowing 100% my mind. Sure. That's blo- that's that's amazing. That's even more impressive than Mia from like a country song showing up. I'm I'm blown I'm every no. I'm always surprised when the Christian cinematic universe gets a little smaller and people start inter- you know crossing over into other things like, you know, whatever. But I I shouldn't be because of course like I said it's a small self-contained universe everybody knows everyone if they had a bigger budget and hadn't blown it all on Victoria Jackson and Eric Estrada Kevin Sorbo would have shown up on an episode by now oh man wouldn't that be a cream right or at least Dean Kane. I'd take a Dean Kane over Kevin Sorbo any day give us a Dean Kane. I I can't believe we haven't done a Dean Kane or a Kevin Sorbo well, you say that, but by the time this comes out, we might have. We might have. There's a Very lot of much might have. <laughs> Although a... we have our whole summer plan, not to little sclusy. Actually, this will be after. Yeah, we're we're two or three up. weeks into it at this point. So you yeah. you've already figured out what our summer plan is. So guess what? It's for the next like three months. Buckle in. It's all summer long, losers. Strap in. It's going to be a wild wild ride. That's a reference to what we're doing. We're gonna go insane. Yeah. Is there anything else we need to talk about? <laughs> I mean, this episode... Party Marty's back. Yes. Sam Waltz is back. Yes. They're probably gone forever now. They call Dan, Dan the Caveman Marshall, which is a great nickname. I really liked it. Uh, somebody puts mayonnaise in donuts, which is just a darn shame. Not just somebody. Stupid old Chuck from accounting does it. Well, Arlen comes in with the plate of donuts with mayonnaise, so he does it originally... So I, I, I don't they know. They fricked up. It, you know what? The way that that scene at the end plays out where Reggie comes into the room and eats an Oreo and is disgusted by it makes me think that that Chuck from accounting filled Oreos with mayonnaise, which is like you would see right through that immediately. There's no way you could trick yeah. someone with that. There's no way you could harden mayonnaise enough to make it look like... Oreos. Well, yeah, especially when he comes out from under the table and he has a giant oversized syringe filled with mayonnaise. Like, what do you do? And there's Ooh. there's like 30 cookies on that plate. So what do you, you just yeah. sat there all morning just pumping mayonnaise into Oreos? I don't think so, Chuck. Do your job and, you know, crunch those numbers. Everybody thought it was Reggie and they were all dead wrong. It was Chuck from accounting. Yeah. And he's the best. No, I hate Chuck from accounting. He's without a doubt my least favorite character on this show. Get it. I hate that he's in he's been in more reloaded episodes than regular episodes. That it bothers me so much. Get him out of here. He's don't promote him to series regular. We don't need more Chuck. He was fine once and then the episode where he signed away Holiday's parking spot, that was funny. That's kind of the pinnacle of his career on this show. We don't need more of him. For me, it's Chuck from Accounting at the top, then You're Emily, fricked. You're fricked, then Nicole. Bud. That's insane. Well, okay, Nicole, sure. Okay, number three. I get that one. Yeah, she's Nicole's up there good. for me, too. Hey. Emily's pretty good, too. Yeah, don't, yeah as far as child, she's good in this episode. When, when Kate comes home and Dan's like, hey, don't you have some homework to do? She's like, yeah, that's my cue. I got you. I'm out of here. Like, she literally says, that's my cue. And I went, she was like two feet taller this episode, which was weird. She's going through puberty, man. She's like a she's a young woman. She's going to have a quinceanera on the show soon. <laughs> You're pulling at your neck as if I said something wrong, but she's going to have a quinceanera at some point. <laughs> yeah, she's going to have a quinceanera at some point. Wait, what did you think of Mar- F- Big Farty Marty Dankel's line when he said, the only thing I'll wax ever again is my automobile? 
What else? <laughs> what you, is that alluding to? Yeah, like what else were you waxing, Big Farty Marty? Like I don't understand. I don't get it. Your his legs. Your bee hole. Like, Ooh, probably. Maybe his head because he's bald, but like I don't know. I do like that they made him grow a beard though. That's a good looking beard on him. Yeah, I missed the hat. I didn't like seeing his whole head. I was staring at his head a lot. <laughs> well, the hat was there. He was just throwing cards into it for no reason. I, I was looking at his makeup line on his neck, like Ooh, almost the whole episode. I didn't notice that. I and I'm I'm a mm. autistic as frick. I should notice that kind of stuff. Oh, did the <laughs> this is going way back, but did the sound get weird when uh, yes. uh, Dan's making a sa- uh, sandwich? Yes, he said, I can be as big as the Apple Pen guy. And then it was like, there was a weird echo on it. I thought my computer broke for a second. But I think it's supposed yeah. to be like, he's all alone and his voice is echoing in the house, but they just did a bad job with it. Bad echo, man. Really bad echo. Yeah, broken sound echo, am I right? Mm-hmm. Did you also think it was weird that Holiday assumes that uh, that uh, Arlen and Nicole and her aren't the merry pranksters, even though they're all pulling pranks at the time. Like they catch each other pulling pranks and then go, well, clearly none of us are the merry prankster, but it's like, literally you're all pulling pranks that, that doesn't, that proves the opposite holiday. I feel like there's some kind of vortex in that conference mo- room that makes everybody dumber. Because everybody acts <laughs> yeah. stupid in that room. That's a good point. Yeah, Nicole keeps eating mayonnaise-filled donuts. And she goes, I yeah. keep falling for it. And you go, well, what, pay attention. What do you, how, are you, how are you alive? You're the person. You have a job. You have an important job. And you keep eating mayonnaise-filled donuts, even though you know they're mayonnaise-filled. Those donuts did look really good, though. Yeah, they like, did. Tim Hortons, like, 1990 good. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, like, Robin's Donuts present day good. Yeah, almost. Oh, yeah. Robin's Donuts, best donut chain in the country. You don't think so? You have bad taste in donuts because you probably like Tim Hortons, and they have the worst food in all of fast food, <laughs> so in your eye. Yeah, stay away. Exactly. Stay away from Tim Hortons. You know what? Don't buy your food from Tim Hortons. Instead... Buy some of Zach and Johnny's homemade yiz. It's a mouthful, but it's a mouthful I'm willing to take. It's yiz for you. That's very good. Anything else you want to say about the episode? I love you. I love you. We, we love, love you. you. That was good. Malibu Dan. Malibu Dan. Malibu Dan. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I love it.